<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, well, took you long enough, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. We're here. <laughs> yes, we are here. Yes, like the false ghosts of Christmas past, we are here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that all the ghosts in Star Wars was all sass? Yeah. <laughs> all of the sass. Cure music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Holy, holy, Josh. Five. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Well, we're gonna have company! Loud noises! Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello, hello, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a fully accountant, my dude. <laughs> and I'm off my phone, so I know my cue. <laughs> <I'm off> the... <laughs> How are we today, oh, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show that refuses... To behave, you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the mediums of everything we hold dear, and we love each other, even though... Yeah. <laughs> Case in point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a good thing that you're two hours away, Kendall, otherwise, no! No, <laughs> no. no. Stop that. <laughs> <sighs> So, Mike, how is your week? <laughs> Completely skipped. That's what you get. <laughs> I was modding. <laughs> you were doing the thing. It's I fine. was doing the thing. It's fine. It was just very, very funny. <laughs> Great timing. Great timing. Fulia. Yes. What have you been watching this week? Uh, I actually had a bit of a week of watching. So I had a few things that I've watched it, uh, this week. So I've been watching some anime. Um, I went through the first season of My Dress Up Darling, um, and that's essentially an anime about a student who makes, um, Hina dolls, uh, but because he's a male and he's making, like, clothes and, and painting faces of dolls and stuff, he thinks it's weird, so he doesn't say anything to any of his classmates or anything, um, and, but then he comes across another student who just doesn't care what people think about her. So, and then they find a common ground where she wants to make cosplay and wear them, but she doesn't know how, and he's really good at sewing. So they kind of form a bond, a friendship in that sort of sense. And it's actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. Sounds sweet. Hmm. Sweet. Wholesome. Very wholesome, but, uh, probably more so for the adults. <laughs> Some nudity, <laughs> but not not hundred percent. But like she she it gets down to like her and her underwear. So, <laughs> still, and he gets very flustered because he doesn't know what to do in that situation. Cool <laughs> <Kyo> senpai. <laughs> but yeah, no. But it's it's essentially a rom com. It's actually quite funny. Oh, cute. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and another anime I've been watching, which is actually new to Netflix. It's a Netflix anime, 
uh, called Commie Can't Communicate, and Kendall got a little glimpse of it. I did. Uh, essentially, it's about a student who has social anxiety, but it's also known as social phobia. Yes. So she can't speak to anybody because she's so anxious about being social. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's... But her goal for this particular year in school, she said... Uh, she wants to make a hundred friends by the end of the year, which is really interesting, sort of a challenge for someone who has social anxiety. Huge challenge. Yeah. Um, but so far she's doing really well. She's communicating here and there by writing things in her notebook, by texting, writing on chalkboards, um, forming bonds that way. And then having other, you know, other friends help her make more friends and just keeps on going like that. Um, so, you know, it's for, for so, like, I can't imagine myself having any kind of social anxiety, to be honest. Um, but I can imagine a little bit, but not to the point where I can't talk to anybody. Like, that's how introverted this character is. Um, so it's really sweet. It's actually hmm. really good. Um, uh, some other things I've been watching, uh, I discovered that my store had, um, the Poirot DVDs. Poirot. 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 I can't anymore. Um, the Hercule Poirot, um, box sets. And, um, another thing I found was the ABC Murders on DVD, Ah. which is a limited series with John Malkovich. Yeah, and Rupert Grint. And Rupert Grint, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't realize that it was a limited series until the first episode ended, and I was ah. like, "Oh, there's another s- what?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you know, I was, and there were hour episodes, so like fifty-five minutes each. Mm-hmm. But I did it all in one sitting. <laughs> it's three hours, three hours of the ABC murders because. The only reason why I bought this DVD is because I played the game. Oh. The, Her- the Agatha Christie's the, A- the ABC Murders on Nintendo Switch. Nice. Yeah. So I played the game. So I know the story. Okay. And then I found that there was a an actual like limited series about it. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to watch it. It looks really interesting. It's actually really good. Yeah. Um, very sort of like drama, almost thriller type. Sure. Almost. Very good. John Malkovich does a very good Hercule Poirot. I really like it. Okay. Does he have a massive mustache? Ah, uh, no. Oh. No. Different choice. Different aesthetic, I think they went with. Okay. Um, cool. But he was, you know, he was bald. Um, he had, he had like a goatee thing happening. Mm. Yeah. So it was actually interesting sort of choice, but still looked good. It was a great... Um, it was done really well, filmed really well, very dark. Um, and, uh, Rupert Grint just, uh, <laughs> threw me off a little bit. He had a, mu- he had mustache Okay. in this, in this show. So I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and he played off as this, um, really snobby, uh, officer. Um, and he was, he was like the captain, um, at the, at the Scotland Yard. And his father had retired, who um, Poirot was actually working with originally. Mm-hmm. But then he retired and the son took over. 
and the son doesn't like Poro. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Drama. Yeah. So there's drama between those two. Um, because he thinks that because he's foreign, he's fake. <laughs> he's not really... What is he? He's not really a detective, apparently. Wow. Um, interesting. Yeah. Who would have thought a, a copper would have a problem with foreigners? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no, it was it was done really well. Um, I loved watching it actually play out and all that sort of stuff. So I really enjoyed it. Definitely worth a watch mm-hmm. if you like those kind of murder mysteries. Nice. Um, another thing I will mention, I think um, I also had the opportunity of uh, watching some um, some Disney Plus shorts with Baymax in it. <laughs> yeah. So I got to watch um, Baymax and Mochi, which is three episodes of one-minute shorts. Um, so it's easy. You can finish it pretty quick. That's pretty short. Very short. <laughs> and it's essentially Baymax and Mochi the cat in little scenarios, and it's actually quite funny cute. and very cute. Um, and the style of the animation is really nice too. It's like almost hand-drawn kind of. Oh, cool. Yeah, very nice. Um, and then I went, kind of went down that rabbit hole of Baymax shorts and ended up watching uh big hero six the series shorts um which gave us like two it was like it said two seasons but they were like one to two minute episodes um so that was like i sat sat through that in one sitting as well so that was easy and it gave you episodes uh with each episode has baymax in it but it also incorporates the other heroes Mm. in it as well So it's like one episode per friend, Mm -hmm. essentially, Mm -hmm. um, which was cool. Um, What about Heroes Aunt? No, I don't think so. Boo. She's in there, but not as like the predominant character. She's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Mochi gets an episode in there as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But they're very, very cute. Um, uh, and they and they were done in the style of chibi. So they were chibi characters. Oh. Yeah. Super extra cute. Very cute. Very kawaii. Super kawaii. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I'll mention, which we'll probably talk about at the end of the show, but um, got the chance to watch Elvis. On this weekend. Lucky. With Kendall. Um, lots of fun. Really enjoyed it. Yes. No yes. spoilers. We're, me and the wife are watching it tomorrow. Yes. Ah, nice. Yes. No. Good. It's okay. The monthly will be talking about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I shouldn't be watching. I shouldn't be listening to the monthly because I don't want to spoil it. Even though me and my wife actually went to the um, uh, Elvis Expo. So we know a, a lot more stuff. So. So you two have one up on me. I haven't seen it. I went to the exhibition as well. You should. It's pretty good. It's um, very good. I'm not really an Elvis fan, but even I enjoyed like just walking into it. I said the it. same thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You, even the most casual fan will get something out of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll see if I have the, have the time to do it. Probably do it. it Come, <laughs> Come um, to the hometown of me. <laughs> uh yeah no that's that's been my week of watchings i had a lot to watch so yes yes 
That was me. That was you. That was me. Amazing. Michael. Hello. What about you? Watching things? I haven't really been watching much. Uh, I rewatched um, uh, Multiverse of Madness because it's now on uh, Disney+. Plus. It sure is. is. So I watched a bit where I had to go to the toilet. So <laughs> <laughs> so now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, such a such an awesome movie. Like just a movie just by itself. Like say what you will about how they handled um, uh, Wanda. I mean, yeah, it, it does have its problems, but I do tend to like enjoy it because it's a Sam Raimi film, and I'm a, I'm just a sucker for that. Yeah. So. So yeah, it was it was great rewatching it, and can't wait for more stuff. <laughs> Especially with Sam Raimi, I think I think it would mm. be cool if he comes back and do, does a bit more, more of that. Uh, yeah, there's not really much uh, I can say of stuff that I've watched because most of the stuff I have watched is what we're about to talk about later on in the show, of course, and. I was almost going to watch Firefly. Almost? Are you... Why? But it was like a little bit too late at the at night and I saw the run of the first episode and I thought, nah, maybe later. Uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit long. You're getting so close. <laughs> well, I was on Disney Plus and I thought, oh, well, yeah. I finished Multiverse of Matter, so I'll see what, what else is there. And it was like, oh, yeah, uh, Firefly. See, see, uh, a bit too long. That's all right. I'll watch something else in bed. So I just, just doom, I've just been doom scrolling on, on, <laughs> on TikTok. It's like, yeah, America <laughs> is gone to the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hi, uh, hi, American fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> get out. <laughs> come, come. Yeah, get out. Get come, out. come to Australia. <laughs> we love you. We love, we love women here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> women. What's that? <laughs> uh, speaking of women. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, uh, this is on uh, YouTube. Uh, I've actually been getting into a um, a YouTuber that that does uh, a lot of um, uh, videos. Um, I'm I'm thinking of deciding to watch Star Trek, like some Star Trek TV shows, because I've seen all the movies and I thought, you know, just fill in the gaps as I go of doing the TV shows. And um, she's she's great. She's um, uh some of these videos are really long because she's a big star star trek fan and she's been going back and actually discussing like uh sex in star trek and sexuality and all that and she's um discussing it through the through a lens of that and she's actually a trans woman as well so it, there's also a lot of stuff, and and her videos are also awesome as well because very in depth and actually thought provoking and analysis is actually great. So I'm in the middle of watching. It's a series of of um, videos. She's only done two so far, and she's just, she's done the original series, and now she's doing. Uh, she's just released the next gen. Um, the first video was about two and a half hours, and I'm in the middle of the second one. 
and it's about five and a half hours. Wow. So, <laughs> so I'm in the middle of that. <laughs> wow. Can, what's what's her? Um, oh yeah, sorry, uh, Jesse Gender. Jesse Gender. Yeah. She Shout do- out. And she does love a a lot of uh, trans stuff as well, which is cool. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So very, very cool. that's what I've been watching. It's mostly uh, YouTube, TikTok, and a little bit of stuff that I've already seen. So, Kendall, divulges of all the stuff that you've seen yes. with, your, with your eyes. Yes, <laughs> with my eyes and my ears. This is probably the slowest week of watching I've had in a long time. Um, whoa, 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 what? Whoa, what? Although I did still manage to go to the cinemas tw- uh, three times in the last seven days, so shit, a brick. <laughs> not surprised. I haven't been. To, I haven't been to the cinemas since fucking Doctor Strange. No, what? <laughs> Doctor Strange. That was a while ago. That was that was like two. That was like a month and a half ago. No, no, no. I, I haven't been since Jurassic uh, Dominion. Ah, okay. And uh, I and I completely regretted it. It's like I could have watched this at home, because <laughs> <laughs> I got to pick and choose all the ones that I actually get to watch. Because there's not much time <laughs> for me. So anyway, yes. sorry. You were you were watching um, uh, movies on the big screen three times. Yes. Uh, this week. Yes, lucky, yes, yes. Lucky duck. Luck, yes, <laughs> lucky duck. Very, very, very lucky um, that I get to do that. Um, but I basically saw um, Top Gun Maverick again. Again? With, again. I haven't seen it once. It's, it's worth going to watch yeah. more than once. Um, yeah. Um, so that was really, really great. And, and yeah, and then, like Fulia mentioned, um, we went and watched Elvis today. They call um, me Little Elvis. Not Little Elvis. Mum reckons I'm the son of the king. <laughs> Although wow. it did it did remind me of the show. <laughs> I haven't thought about that and I can't remember how long and my brain just partially transported itself <laughs> back in time. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, watching it as a kid it was fun, but watching yeah. it as an adult is like this show's about an illegitimate son of Elvis Presley yeah. in Australia. Yeah. This is fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 90s were a time. Yeah. Oh, were a yeah. time. Yeah. Good <laughs> shit. Good shit. But yeah, saw Elvis. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Um, definitely not a perfect film. No. But very don't, good. Don't spoil it. I know, it's, I know it's a Baz Luhrmann film, so I'm watching it as a grain of salt. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Baz Luhrmann does a, ju- does a very good job with Elvis' story. So. And Austin Butler kills it. Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. Um, yeah. I would be very, very surprised if he didn't get an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Very surprised. So, yeah. Hope you like it, Mike. I think I will. I mean... I think you will. Uh, Baz Luhrmann films are very, very spectacular. And, and this one certainly is. It's almost insulting to the senses. <laughs> it is very... It's it's a sensory overload. Yeah. <laughs> sort of movie that you need to see in the back row. Yeah, yes. and we were in the back row. We were. It's like, holy shit! <laughs> I was like that with G- Great Gatsby. It's like, I oh, can yeah. only see it in the middle. And it's like, this is way too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That movie was full on, but good. Mm. Good, but full on. But yeah, so that's pretty much been it. 
for me. Apart from the things that we're going to talk about very, very yeah. soon. Yeah. That's all. That's all I've got. Cool. So, but, but first. But first. I, I we was met. Giving you a segue. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we will dive into the week of was the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. And take it away, I shall. Uh, okay, so this week, going to start with some Marvel news. Marvelous. One of my favourite ways to start the show, of course, uh, with confirmation from Kevin Feige himself that Marvel Studios will, in fact, be appearing at San Diego Comic-Con <gasps> when it returns next month in <gasps> the in-person format for the first time <gasps> in three years. Wow. Yep. So, um, there have been rumours swirling for a, a, a little bit that uh, that Marvel was going to hold off and save all their big announcements for D23, ah. which they may still do. Uh, but Kevin Feige said during the week while promoting Thor Love and Thunder, which um, is coming out very soon, that uh, they will in fact be appearing um, in Hall H. So strap in, everyone. It's going to be fantastic. Watch this space for our Comic-Con podcast spectacular. It will happen. Straight from San Diego to our living room. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, so I'm very, very happy and very relieved. There are rumblings on the internet about how, you know, if they're going to announce any Phase 5 stuff. Uh, there's talks of that being maybe done later in the year. I don't know. Um, so who knows what we're going to get from Hall H and Marvel Studios. But I am very excited, to say the least. Fulia, mm -hmm. uh, does this make you happy? I am happy about that. It means we we get some we might get some some new news. We might be getting some extra information about things we already know, yep. um, and some interviews with cast members. Yeah, and maybe introductions to new cast members. Yeah, that'd be cool for future films coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, definitely excited to to see what uh, Marvel brings to San Diego Comic Con. Should be good. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very good. Yeah. Mike, you have any thoughts, any theories on this one? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> well, they, elaborate. Okay. Uh, request did, elaboration. <laughs> yes, and there's a very good delay right here. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, there, there is talk that... Um, well, they are uh, wrapping up phase four at the moment and a lot of people going, wait, what? It's too early. Surely there should be like a team-up movie to finish off. It's like, well, you don't need don't need it. I mean, essentially phase four is, is us in being introduced to the multiverse and different universes and timelines and that and, and the absolutely fantastical of... Uh, mythologies as well, especially with Eternals and and uh, what Thor is going to be. It's like a big plethora of of Greek mythology and Norse mythology and everything, and and including uh, Moon Knight, which is Egyptology, uh, being smacked bang into 
the MCU. So, and then they're probably going to do more um, myths and legends, especially with Blade coming out, and we're going to have vampires and werewolves and every other universal <laughs> universal monster. So, I can't I can't wait for can't wait for the Frankenstein's. <laughs> and, and everything else so yeah so we'll probably get a lot more ideas of what's happening in phase five yes and the futures of the universe mm. yes hopefully um i would love some uh release dates for for like um secret invasion and uh, yeah. armor wars yeah uh, that'd, that'd be good to know I, and and maybe echo as well um, Echo, maybe Echo, some Echo. maybe some trailers. Yeah, we'll probably get a She-Hulk trailer. I imagine mm. we'll get another She-Hulk trailer. That's my money, and maybe, maybe a Black Panther something or other. Maybe I'm not holding my breath on that, but we might get something yeah. Black Panther related. Well, that's coming out at the end of the year. So that's coming out in November. So that's the next big movie after Thor. Yeah. Well, November's not that far away. No, <laughs> no, it's only five months. Less than five months, mm. like four months, really. When you think about it, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah, cannot wait. All right, next in the news, um, something less exciting but definitely worth talking about uh, is the fact that uh, John Williams has has recently said that he might be uh, retiring soon, Aww. which is is totally okay and understandable mm. considering he's he's ninety now. He has lived a very long life and has been working for a very long time. But he was interviewed recently and he mentioned, um, at the moment I'm working on Indiana Jones 5. Um, uh, And he goes on to say, which Harrison Ford, who's quite a bit younger than I am, uh, he says, I think has announced will be his last film. So I thought if Harrison can do it, then perhaps I can also too. Um... Yes, interesting. So uh, apparently Harrison Ford, well, he hasn't actually said he's retiring from acting uh, or from filmmaking uh, at all yet. So this is also news, uh, I suppose. Um, I don't know how much of it is official, but I don't, yeah, if, I don't blame John if he's if he's saying that he's, he's thinking about, you know, putting down the baton um, mm. after so many years, then, then, you know, it's been one hell of an innings. So yeah. I, yeah. I would be, I would be okay with him to, for, I was just, I'm just glad he's in scoring Indiana Jones five because it's going to be the last Indiana Jones film with Harrison Ford in it anyway. So, yeah. uh, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, I just wish Spielberg was directing it. That's my only, it's <laughs> my only problem, but that's okay. James Mangold will do a great job. Um, yeah. So yeah, bittersweet news, but, 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 um, you know, I'm, it's, John Williams. Yeah, he's he's fine. done he's done everything he can possibly done uh, that can be done yeah. for the world of, of film and entertainment and music. He's so. composed so many amazing uh, scores. Yeah, my yeah, my favorite film music of all time. It's all come from him. Yeah, every single thing. Um, Fulia, yes. your thoughts your thoughts on the the possibility of John Williams hanging it up after all these years? Ah, uh, look. To be honest, I think you're right. He's had one hell of a career um, and I don't blame him from for uh, wanting to to hang the conductor up yep uh, put it away into the display case yes um, so um, I'm kind of glad that we got the era of John Williams that we did 
yeah. um, of all of the scores. I think um, the Harry Potter scores are my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Super, Superman for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really, really enjoy the music he creates and he really does give life to the movies he with sure his, does. with his music. So, yeah. um, I'm, I'm okay with him retiring. He's like, like you said, he's 90 years old. It's time that he has a break. <laughs> yes. 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 He's, he's, you know, done his bit. Yes. Time it. to spend his, whatever time yeah. he has left with family, friends and doing what he loves. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Very well said. Michael, any thoughts on the possibility of um, the end of John Williams' career? Um, well, he is an iconic um, conductor and mu- musician, um, composer. So it's it's only fitting that he, he, I, I reckon he can rest on his laurels now. He's done enough for cinema and yeah. and er- everything. Uh, Favourite John Williams? Hmm... Probably my favourite score, or probably my favourite bit of music, is one that's so simple, so, so simple, but it's so iconic. It only it only has two notes. Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thought so. <clears throat> Such a genius. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah pretty cool. Um, easy to you, sir. Yes. 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 Hats off. Hats off. All right. Moving on. Next uh, item in the news. Back to the Future is headed for Broadway. Yeah. Yes. Um, Recently announced that we're going to get a a Broadway musical uh, version of uh, the very, very famous um, and beloved film, um, so I'm very excited to see how this will pan out. Um, apparently, um, it has been, oh, it has been performed already on the West End in the UK. That's where it started. Uh, yeah. So it started there. So now it's moving to New York, to Broadway. So hopefully it makes its way down here to us so that we can see it. I didn't actually know this exists, existed until now. So, so. Really? You know. Yeah. No, I, unless I just forgot about it, which is also very entirely possible. Um, but regardless, um, the plot of the musical is actually very close to the movie and it follows as when Marty McFly finds himself transported back to 1955 in a time machine built by the eccentric scientist Doc Brown, he accidentally changes the course of history. Now he's in a race against time to fix the present, escape the past and send himself back to the future. Sounds familiar. (laughs) Sounds very familiar. Um, yeah. So I wonder how they turned it into a music. I know. Yeah. I think I've heard um, the musical like once, like the music from it. Okay. And it's not that dissimilar from the movie, so. So it's just Huey Lewis. Uh, Power there of is love. that uh, Power of Love, of course, and also Back in Time. Um, what's the other one? There's another one. Isn't it Back in Time? You gotta get Back in Time. Yeah, Back in Time and and Power of Love is definitely mm. in there. Mhm. Nice. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any thoughts for you? I, would you check this out if it came our way? Uh, oh, hell yeah, I would. Why wouldn't I? Um, I really enjoyed the film, so I would definitely enjoy the musical. 
like I, I like it when they make certain films into musicals, especially those that aren't specifically music orientated in terms of the f- films. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be interesting to see how they turn it into a musical. Um, and yeah, I just want to see how they do a lot of the future stuff. Like, uh, you know, does the hoverboard come in in the first one? No, it's number two. Dang. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's just mostly the first one. Yeah. <laughs> but see how they bring in the DeLorean. Yeah. Yeah. How they do That'd a DeLorean cool. on stage. Yeah. And simulate the, you know, 1.21 gigawatts. And, and Was it 88 miles per hour? 88 miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. I need to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Lots of digital effects, I think it will Probably. be. A lot yeah. of lighting effects. Light lighting. Um, lighting. But I, that's what I love about theatre productions like that. Mm-hmm. that. Because they have all the money in the world to be able to do um, those type of amazing productions. Well, especially if you're representing a big IP like Back to the Future. 100%. You have a lot of money in that um, And being able to utilise that to make you know something from film, film live action on stage... Is amazing. So I, I'm actually very curious as to how they're going to pull all this yeah. off. So yeah. yeah, no, I'm keen. Nice, nice. Um, Mike, any any additional thoughts? Yes, I want to go see it. <laughs> More than that, I want to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I want to be Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, I really, I, yeah, I can't wait for it because I, I was excited when it was. Like over in the West End, it's like oh, because it started up pretty small, and then after uh, COVID, of course, uh, they decided to put it on the West End because it was just off. Is there a such thing as off West End? Uh, there probably is <laughs> so, something like that, it. but it, yeah. it started off like pretty small and and secluded, and then they and then it sort of ramped up of saying, hey, a lot of people are interested in it, so, so it started with humble beginnings. Went to West End, and of course, when you get the West End, and it was a bit, and it's a big hit, then Hollywood come, uh, Hollywood, uh, Broadway comes a knock, and it's like, hey, why don't we just put it in the, in the, in the Broadway? So probably not original cast from from that. So yeah, and if it's really popular in in Broadway, it'll come come to Australia, maybe, maybe, yeah, fingers crossed. And yeah, I probably won't get to be Doc Brown. <laughs> hey, but, not with that attitude. Nah, they'll probably give it to Barry Otto or something. Ah. Uh, yeah, someone, you know, someone more distinguished and and well known. I'm not even Z-list celebrity. <laughs> I'm fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, if things go. A certain way, with certain shows, who knows? Oh yeah, shoot to stardom. <laughs> <laughs> a star is born. Yes. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yay! <laughs> I get drunk at the Logies and piss on piss my pants on stage. Yes. Well, yeah, you haven't seen that movie, Fulia? Yeah, you. We saw it together. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be the Bradley Cooper the guy. <laughs> I don't think she wanted to talk about that. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Oh, really? No. Ah, okay. Essentially, spoiler alert, I get shot at the end. I know that much. 
Yeah, no, you hang yourself. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking Kirk Cobain. Yeah, he hangs himself. Anyway, let's not go down that path. (laughs) Okay. uh, Broadway. Yay, happy smiles. (laughs) Happy smiles. Good times. All right, let's move on to our next item in the news because uh, speaking of Back to the Future, um, we have uh, something really cool to mention about Michael J. Fox. That is happening because, um, as is definitely well-deserved, he will be receiving an honorary Oscar later this year at the uh, Academy's um, Governor's Awards, which take place in November. Um, He's going to be honoured for not only his contributions to Hollywood, um, but his uh, tireless uh, uh, efforts for, um, you know, helping the the community with uh you know the fight against parkinson's and being an advocate yeah um for for that disease um and everything all the charitable work he's done surrounding that so uh i just thought that was really really sweet and wholesome and we need news like that right now so um i think that's fantastic that you know he's actually gonna have a have an oscar Mm. um yeah which is nice this is really nice because he's such a he's such an incredible human being and yeah. he has persevered through so much, um, you know, to be diagnosed with the the, the illness so young, um, and to you know carry on working for as long as he has and just to be able to help as many people as he can through his like by using his fame and his notoriety to actually benefit people, yeah, um, and make a difference. So it's it's very well deserved. Very very happy for him. Fully, do you have, have thoughts on, on the wonderful Michael J. Fox? Oh, congratulations to him. Like, he definitely deserves it for all the work he's done um, ever since he was a kid, actor, to, you know, up until even now. Like, I'm pretty sure he st- still does some work in, yeah. some, in films or yeah, TV small shows. Small stuff, yeah. Small roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that, you know, being being stricken with this, burdened with this illness as well is, is very tough, mm-hmm. um, especially for someone, for, for an actor, because, you know, one, once once you're sick, it's it's harder to get, like, sp- specific illnesses, it's it's harder to get roles um, if you can't do it yeah, very well. Yeah, you're, you're limited physically in what you yeah, can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but kudos to him for keeping up with what he's done so far and, um, you know, especially with um, helping the community of people who have gone through the same illness, illness as him, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing. So, yeah, no, definitely, definitely deserved. Yeah, 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 100%. Michael, your thoughts on this wonderful honour? Yeah, definitely, um, definitely well-deserved and everything that go- goes for him. And, and yeah, including his work is, is phenomenal as well. Uh, not just Back to the Future, but... Um, I really liked him in the Frighteners, and that movie. Oh, me too. And that and that movie is definitely sort of. <laughs> it, it it has its critics, but it also has like its fans as well. I mean, yeah, me too. It's very that. very unique. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty funny in um, Spin City. Yeah, he's great oh, in yeah. Spin City. Yeah. Well, he 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 he's got his start on a on a yeah. sitcom, so. And he was doing that as well as doing Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> Back when he was a, you know, a, a fit young man that could actually survive on three hours of sleep. Yeah. That's right, because he was doing that and... Family ties. Family ties. But I think at one point 
in Spin City, he leaves and then Charlie Sheen takes over. Yeah, because it got it got to a point where like um where his illness was preventing him from actually being on set and filming as much as he yeah. was filming. Because obviously, if you're filming a TV show, it's a lot more uh, you know longer hours than yeah. than than film. So yeah. um yeah, so he had to step away and Charlie Sheen took over. Yeah, yeah. He used to put his hand in his pocket. You could sort of yes. see it with that when, yeah, and then it just got to out of hand. So unfortunately, mm. yeah, very unfortunate. Yeah, and yeah. It was also Teen Wolf as well, original. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the OG Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not all winners. No, <laughs> not all winners. You know, <laughs> but the wins have been massive. So. Yeah. 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 And he's the voice for Stuart Little. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And Aww. also and also um a Disney cartoon that that's always falls on deaf ears, but I actually quite liked it, but Atlantis was probably I what? love oh, Atlantis. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. It's a that is a solid solid movie. Yeah. Milo Thaddeus Thatch? Thaddeus Thatch. Thaddeus Thatch, yeah. Thaddeus Thatch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a character. Kida Mishnaga. You have a nickname? <laughs> Kida, I like that. <laughs> yeah. It was it was roughly in that in that era where 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 Disney was sort of was like well it's not as becoming as popular. Their golden age was definitely fizzing out. But I I did enjoy it. I I definitely enjoyed Atlantis over yeah. over Treasure Planet. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. We're not going to sidebar into Treasure Planet discussion, but yeah. No, Atlantis was That's definitely fair. good. Yes, yeah. I liked Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. All right. Um, speaking of faraway worlds, um, one more thing to mention. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of treasure planets, treasure planets. Yes, you one controls more the space, item. controls the galaxy. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, they do because we have some uh, Dune Part Two related news. Uh, more casting has been announced, um, and this is very cool because uh, Leia Sedu is go- going to be joining the cast um, of Dune. Uh, she will be playing Lady Margot, uh, which is a character that actually wasn't in David Lynch's original film in the in nineteen eighty four. Um, she may have been in the miniseries that came out like 20 years ago, um, but not in the David Lynch film. But basically, she is um, a Benny Gesserit wife of Count Hasimir Fenring, um, and they have a very prominent role in the, in the novel. Um, in, in the novel, Lady Margot, uh, she leaves a coded message to Jessica, which is found when House Atreides arrives on Arrakis, and the message warns of a plot by the Harkonnens to dispose Atreides and take back the planet, warning that both Leto and, or Leto, I should say, because it's pronounced differently in Dune, um, and Paul are in grave danger. Uh, later, Lady Margot becomes involved with Fade Rotha and uses her Bene Gesserit skills to plant a command in Fade's mind to enable Paul to defeat him in battle. Uh, but spoilers, Paul is able to overcome him without it. So, yeah. So a very prominent character, um, that's that she's going to be playing so that's very cool she's a very talented actress you will know her from um the more recent james bond movies she's inspector and no time to die mm. 
I have yet to see any of them. Well, you suck. <laughs> God I'll damn leave it. Then, <laughs> it's okay. I haven't seen them either. Boo. I was trying to include you in the conversation. <laughs> so sue me. But Mike, you know who you know who Leia Sado is, don't you? Uh, vaguely, um she Fre- she's a French actress. She's been in a few American films. Um Yeah, I know years. I know she's been in like Spectre and all, all that. Yeah, yeah. Trying trying to remember. <sighs> Hard. Um she right. was she was also in the French Dispatch. Yes, she was. Yeah. Yes, she had a she had a role in that. That's a good movie. So um, yeah, yeah. Just let's see what else. What else does she? Oh, she was in Midnight in Paris. She, she she's French. She was in The Lobster, which is a good movie. She's in a Lobster. And that's yeah. And then the rest of her filmography is pretty much French stuff, um, which is fine and amazing. Oh, she was in. Ah, she was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol as well. Very cool. Very, very nice. Yeah, she's a very talented um, actress, so um, very cool to see her joining the Dune universe. Mike, do you have any thoughts on this casting announcement? Yeah, I can't remember um, the character in uh, Lady Margaret. Have you Have you read the book? Uh I listened to it. Okay, you've listened, you've done the audiobook very good. Yeah, yeah. But I can't remember. And I, I, I know there was like big big plot between uh like close to the end of the end of the book of them setting up of what actually happened of how of how they were set up basically. And that's with the Bessie Jesseret and also uh the character that um uh, Walken is playing. Yes, the Emperor. Yeah, Emperor Emperor Palpatine. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, yeah, but I couldn't remember. I uh, couldn't remember that character. But I think it uh, it would be essential if if they're going going to go down that route of um, putting the thing in his head. But cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't wait for Dune too. Hell yeah. Uh, Wiggly Worm Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Wiggly Wiggly Worm Boogaloo. All right. That'll do it for the nerdy news for this week. No more news to be known. uh, Because now it's time for one of our traditional, not so quick, quickie reviews. Quickie review. So uh, now is the part of the show where we're going to briefly discuss our thoughts on the latest episode of Ms. Marvel, which was episode three, mm-hmm. Destined. Ms. Um, yes. Um, the plot is moving along and I'm liking it. Like a train. Ha-ha. Like a train. Ah, I see what you did there. Yes. <laughs> very, very clever. Uh, yeah. No, good episode. I'm just, I'm really enjoying the show. It's just so much fun still like it's Mm. continuing to be very entertaining and very charming um and you know aman valani is just just killing it week after week she's just i i can't wait to see her career take off because it's gonna after this yeah she's she's just amazing to watch 
Um, yeah, but I, I <laughs> totally fucking, I was watching the episode and I was thinking to myself, I bet Kamran's mum is going to be the bad guy of this thing. Fucking called it. Um. <laughs> what, mysterious character that that comes up at the last, at, from the last episode? It's like, what? what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. we're gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna be your friend, and we you know because we need you to help get us home. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, there's gonna be a turn here at some point. Um, very extreme for them to go from like, you know, just trying to get her on board with the the idea to I'm going to kill you and your entire family, and I don't care if it's at your brother's wedding. Um, that happened too quickly. It kind of did. <laughs> You're not wrong. I was not happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I was getting so used to it. It's like, ah, oh, there's connections to the Ten Rings. It's like all of a sudden, bad guy. Fuck, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found out about the Ten Rings connection afterwards. I didn't even fucking notice it. I, the first on. time I watched what? it. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it. It was, I, it was 11.30 at night and I was really tired. I watched it in the afternoon and I didn't get it. Oh, uh, in the at the in the opening, there's like when they're digging up all the stuff. When they're in I'm that like, temple and they and they do the shot of things happening outside, that they all the characters look up and on the floor you you see the symbol of the ten rings. Yeah, I didn't see yeah, I so did I didn't even see. Yeah, it is a quick I, and miss it thing. It was like Yeah. Ooh. I've seen that symbol before. Yeah, it's a very subtle Easter egg that I yeah I completely missed. So, right. but yeah, it was there. Okay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yes. So very quick from from buddy buddy to not so buddy buddy and. Mm. I got a whiplash from that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just happened so quickly. Yeah. Like, why? Why? <laughs> we need why? a bad guy. Wasn't yeah. that damage control though? Well, nah. we need more than one bad guy. <sighs> That's the human threat. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's got to be a more at least more than one foil in 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 these things. Mm. Generally, you know, there has to be. But it was so cheesy. Cheesy. It was done to like. Yeah. Oh, Fulia has criticisms. I like it. <sighs> go on, go. You go. You go. What What were your thoughts? What were your thoughts? Go. Look, the episode was actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just the fact that. Uh, Cameron's was it auntie or mother? Mum, mum. That was his mum. Yeah, the the mother just decided. Look, if she's not going to help us now, then she's probably not going to help us at all. Let's just get it out by force. Yeah, she's like, I can't wait. We're going home. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've lady, been here for you've so waited. Long. I was going to say, you've waited this long. Can't you be patient? <laughs> no, because they were trying trying to find the trying to find the um. Uh, the bracelet is like, oh, we found the bracelet. Cool. Work with us. It's like, no. Fuck you. She, no. <laughs> she didn't say no. Kamala just needed a bit more time. That's a no she, in their books. She's, she's like, she's overthinking it. And she's going to say no. All right. That's, that's, let's go. Bearing in mind they've, just, they've been through a lot of shit ever since. I know. <laughs> I know. But I'm just tired of seeing the same plot twist in these superhero movies and this one happened so quickly you didn't even get you didn't even get a chance to like realize what was happening 
so <laughs> I that's why I was disappointed when I saw that. I was like, why did you have to go that way? Uh, anyway. No, um, fair enough. Yeah, I, I wasn't happy about that situation. No, that's 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 fair. <laughs> that's okay. Damage control came along and arrested them and took them all away. They're not going to be held for that long. Nah, they're going to get out. They're superhumans. They're not even human, exactly. technically. Well, they, they managed to, like, you gin. know. They're gin. When they said that they were gin, I immediately had a bit of a gasp because I know what gins are. Yeah. And, and supernatural, they ain't so friendly. No, but in our culture, in the Middle Eastern culture, gins. Um, like, I, I. It probably wasn't. It's probably more of a scientific thing, but I experienced something along the lines of a gin in when I was growing up. Oh. Um, where I, I think it was like within the last maybe 10, 15 years in this house um, when I was sleeping. And for some reason, there was a point where my chest felt like it was getting squashed and I couldn't breathe. And, but for me, it was a giant anaconda-type snake. That's kind of where my brain went. Like, it just, wow. kept, it just all this pressure on my chest. And I felt like I just couldn't breathe at all. Wow. And f- that, for me, felt like it was a gin. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So. <laughs> First-hand experience. Cameron's mom be a big bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're, they're not, they're not good. Gins are not good. No. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, but that's, that's, you know, that's just, that was my experience. And that was the only time that's ever happened to me. Okay. Uh, But then I found out it was more of what, what what does it call? It's like a sleep asphyxiation or sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Sorry. Yeah. It was sleep paralysis apparently that it does happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but for me, when I first had that experience for me i my brain just immediately thought it was a gin yeah no fair enough because you know you're young and you're like oh, and God, what's because i on? learned about it growing up as yeah, well so yeah that yeah was, yeah makes sense makes yeah. sense. well that's cool thanks for yeah. sharing that <laughs> wow oh that's a bit like um uh where i used to live uh, near the nice state forest uh uh when we were scouts uh well we were cubs no we were scouts and uh, we went camping at, out there and uh, we, we had an encounter of a yowie. It was like late, late at night, pitch dark, couldn't see anything, but you can just hear like snapping of twigs like all around you. And, and there was a lot, lot of like yowie, um, so, like sort of sightings around, around there. So we sort of built up sort of a frenzy. Wow. Because we were young and, and yeah. Hello. Hi. First time, long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> long, long time host, first time caller. <laughs> um, yaoi's are chocolates. Yeah, but they're also um, Australian folklore. It's it's a yes. bit like our Sasquatch. Yes, it is. Ah, uh, yes, like Bigfoot. Kind yeah. of, sort of. Ah, still a cryptic um, monster. Is that why the chocolates are based off? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. I learn something new every day. <laughs> what? Yow. One might even say. Yow. Yeah. Yow wee. <laughs> Yow wee. I'm done. I'm going. Bye. <laughs>
Cool. All right, yeah. coming back to Miss Marvel. Anyway, coming back to Miss Marvel. Mike, what, what were your thoughts on the episode? Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, um, especially with the, um, like, being introduced to the, uh, the culture as well, especially through a celebration of a wedding. Uh, and uh, yeah, and <laughs> sort of reading up on it is tradition of hi- hiding the groom's sh- shoes. <laughs> I think that's funny <laughs> and, <laughs> and cool at the same time. Instead, in this in this episode, he's like, all I know it's shoes. tradition to hide sh- the groom's shoes, but you have to hide all my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just a string of people who didn't really communicate with each other, and they and they just all took a pair. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we still need to do that. <laughs> Make sure someone else hasn't done it. Ah, we'll just do it anyway. So they got rid of all issues. <laughs> and I really like the Bollywood number. Yeah. Yes, I always love a good Bollywood number. There's yeah, so much great. fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I was, uh, I was watching it with um, the family. So, so we were just sitting down and watching it because I wanted to watch something, and it just came out. It's like you know what, the kids can watch this, and it came over there. It's like oh, fucking yeah, get get getting with you it. Dance. Yeah, <laughs> and then a typical white me also also went crazy for Bon Jovi as well. Yeah, <laughs> living on a prayer. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Yeah, something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, uh, Brown Jovi. Brown yeah, Jovi. Brown Jovi. I really wanted to hear them, so I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get to hear Brown Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> But that's okay. Yeah. A lot, still good. A lot of Bon Jovi on Scimitars. That'll be... Scimitars. 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 Sorry, I added a syllable. <laughs> Just me yes. adding a syllable. Yeah, and anyway. Then mm? The fact that um, uh, uh, Cameron keeps calling uh, Bruno Brian. Brian. Deliberately, I might add. Deliberately, <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> What's this uh, love triangle teenage love there? <laughs> teenage blip. I love that Bruno's actually included in the family festivities too. I know. I love it's that he's so like cool. part of the family. Yeah. It's, it's great. It, it's so good. Yeah. And the and the parents don't question that her that their daughter is has a best friend that's male. Yeah. That's so like weird to me. <laughs> they probably think he's gay. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think the parents would say it's like it's like you have a thing thing for our daughter. I thought you were gay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's weird too, but that's probably the only explanation I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe, maybe. No, oh. see, my it's different in my experience, but anyway, that's okay. I will say I did. I do. This trope that I hate came up, and it's the whole like. I can't tell you the truth because you might get hurt. Oh, I might yeah, get a... rejected. Yeah, I hate I hate that trope so much. I'm like, just do something different for fuck's sake. Well, they are. I was so I was actually really hoping that Kamala would actually tell the family. Yeah, and the way her mum was so sincere about it, she's like, yeah. Kamala, we're on your side. We're here for you. Just tell us the truth. And she just couldn't say anything. Yeah. I felt so bad for her, but at the same time, I was like, fucking say something. Yeah. 
Jesus, choice. your mum is reaching out for you. Don't push her away. <laughs> well, they sort of reject the this superhero nonsense. And yeah. if if you divulge, it's like I, yeah, I've actually gone right into it. Maybe the maybe the parents would think differently if it's their own daughter that's going through it. Not if, well, there. When the mum sort of was funny about the bracelet, she probably doesn't want her daughter to be part of that sort of history of, mm. of their family. So there's probably another layer on top of that. Mm. And she doesn't want to divulge. It's like, well, I put it on and now I am a superhero. It's, she probably doesn't want the disappointment. I don't know. It's... It's very interesting, though. Mm. It is very interesting. Sure, it's yeah. a trope, but it sort of yeah. makes sense for the story to continue. Yeah, it does. And I think it add, maybe even could add possibly to the whole, you know, the fact that her grandmother's like, you have to come to Karachi now. Yeah. Like Road trip! <laughs> Road trip! We're going on an adventure Yay. across to the other side of the world. Pakistan? Pakistan. Yeah. To the you other to side. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What is this, Moon Knight? <laughs> and there's only five episodes. So we're in the middle. Mm. So it makes sense the that the bad is, guy has to turn up. There was six. Nanny, Nanny said, you, your mum needs to come too. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a hard She's sell. Like, bring her. <laughs> oh, there's six episodes, Mike. Uh... Google lied to me. Now, we're, we're actually halfway now. Yeah. Google lies. Yeah, don't don't trust Google. Now I'm on Wikipedia. Excuse okay, me. fine. There's six episodes. We're halfway okay. through. Well, it's okay. <laughs> you just stroke your pants. Dude, seriously, put down the phone. It's you it's get distracted. Phone. Don't just don't be nasty about Google. I will be. <laughs> he controls Google. Controls the universe. <laughs> yeah, so what I said stands. We're halfway through, and of course the bad guy has to turn up. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And the hero has to uh, follow the hero's journey. So, Yep, there is that. Cool. There is that. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see her, like actually having a handle on her powers because having that taste of it this week with, like, you know, she was defending herself, but then as soon as she like finally started hitting back and using her like you know the bracelet to you know form these massive you know punches and you know all that stuff that looked really really cool yeah she's so when she's going to be fully formed you know as ms marvel she's going to be fantastic to watch well she's got the mask now and she's got the mask now oh we're getting closer it's so cute it's so cute yeah it's so nice it's slowly coming together it's slowly coming together yes yeah, good stuff. Good episode. Yeah, I agree. Looking forward to this week's. Yeah. Anyone got any final thoughts before we move on? <laughs> um, yeah, take off your shoes when you're going into a mask. Yeah. Don't be yeah. disrespectful, you bastards. Even Very I know that. Fuck. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah. Damage control, don't care for no one. Ooh, ooh. Uh... Oh, I keep forgetting her name. The cousin. Yeah. Um, is it... N- it's like It sounded like it was Nakia or something, but I'm like, Nakia's a Black Panther character. Hang on. 
Mm. Let me look her up. I get her name. In the summer. Uh, yeah, it's Nakia. Nakia. It is Nakia. Yeah. Yeah. So she's cool. She stood up for, um, for the imam. Yes. When the when damage control walked in, mm-hmm. and because of that, she got elected. <laughs> yes. She's on the board. She knows her rights. Yeah. It's good. She's that's fantastic. called that's called cutting boot leather. Are we going? To, are we going to have like a um, uh, a little scene of the? Nah, fuck it. Let's get into it. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So it was really good. But then, to jump to the end, since we're wrapping this up, yes, she finds out what's going on with Kamala. Yeah, she's not so happy about that. No, no. she's been. She, there's been like she she hasn't like no one's been telling her anything. No, she got no idea. But the and I feel like Kamala was going to in the episode, but then Nikita, Nikia, Nikia, yeah, Nikia mentioned before she even said anything that she's not happy about this superhero. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't. And so that yeah. stops her from saying it. Yeah, yeah. And then when she sees it at the end in the last scene, she's like, "What the hell's going on?" Is and Kamal's like, I'll I'll explain everything, but for now, you need to take Bruno away from here. Yes, he needs to go to a hospital yes. immediately. Because <laughs> <sighs> he got absolutely rocked. Yeah, he sure did, and and not by Brown Jovi. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But I kind of I kind of feel bad for for Nikia because. They're, they're, they're like sisters, practically. Practically. Why wouldn't you tell her, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Again, it's that trope I don't like. Yeah. Well, Stupid superheroes secret. having a secret identity. Yeah, See, I, I hate, hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like the leading trope of super the superhero genre is the secret identity. You can't well, tell anyone you're a superhero. I feel like that's just one thing about the MCU that I've always really enjoyed is the fact that there's rarely those conversations of like, I can't tell you who I am because, you know, from yeah. movie one, Tony Stark's like, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Everyone knows Steve Rogers is Captain America. Everyone knows Thor is Thor because he's Thor. And Spider-Man. Exception Sp- to the rule now. Sp- uh, yes, now Spider Man is the exception to the rule. Mm. No one knows Peter Parker is Spider Man. Well, think... Then again, they they didn't know, and now they know, and now they don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that Friends episode. Yeah, and Bruce, everyone knows Bruce Banner's Hulk, and you know Stephen Strange is Doctor Strange, and yeah. So there's a there's a very much a lack of um, secret identities mm, yeah. in the MCU. So I I like that. I'm uh. just wondering why Damage Control is after superheroes now well they need to keep track on any rogue ones because if they don't but how do they know she's rogue well exactly she's she you you don't know yeah i mean yeah they they don't know either way and i think they're just like okay well she has nothing to do with the avengers Mm. or sword or anything so let's just you know figure this out you know, for ourselves, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when the shit came down in in the, the wedding, uh, they come in all bla- blazing, and, and they want to find out what's going on because you you know you can't have 
people like that just running around doing stuff. So and they've got their and they've got their uh, takedown Hulk guns. Yep. The BFGs. Yeah, so, yeah. Sonar guns. <laughs> yep. Yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Yep. Great yep. episode. Three more to go. Yeah. Can't wait mm-hmm. for uh, the rest of it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, be true. It's gonna be And fun. now they can leave room because Obi Wan Kenobi is no longer. His Wednesdays are only for Marvel now. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we love it. We love it. All right. That's our not so quick quickie review. Hope you enjoy it. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, because now what? it's time oh. for the moment. Oh. The section. I need to hydrate. The part. Mm. The place. That's good H2O. The segment. Or. The, the, the spot. It's also called. Um. <laughs> Adam's Ale. The time in the color, the show we call bleh. words, <laughs> words. <laughs> Hello there, popcorn culture. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's popcorn culture time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go there. Hello there. Um, hello there. <laughs> Hello there, indeed. Yeah. When they said it, I thought, fuck off. <laughs> I was happy. I clapped. Oh. <laughs> I, I, look. You can take I'm it in glad. two ways, I reckon. You can. You can be really happy about it, or you can think it's, like, cheesy and forced as fuck. And I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Same. I'm yeah. in the middle of... Get fucked and also clapping like a seal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said the line. He said the line. Yeah. Say the line. He said it. He said it. Mm. He said the line. Yeah. We can yeah. end the series happy now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't waiting for that cameo. It was for him to say hello there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have yeah, ended there and then cut cut the black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Obi Wan Kenobi has finished. It's done. Yep. It's over. No more Obi Wan. Or nah. maybe no more Obi Wan. We still Please don't know. no. I don't want any more. There I don't is want no anymore. more story. There's no more story. There is no. They have no room. Real. Well, I mean, they have some room, but they don't. They can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Just no. It's just dangerous now. Yeah. If they keep if they keep going. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. it gets way too convoluted, and and canon just breaks on onto itself. It does, it does. So yeah, it doesn't really help that cause that um both both Ewan and Hayden have said that they would do more if they were asked. So which is really nice, and we love the enthusiasm. But no, we don't want any more. We're okay. Mm. We're okay. I'm okay. Do some flashbacks. Do more flat. Yeah, if you're gonna fucking <laughs> just do more, just. Let's just remake the prequels while we're at it. Oh Let's my just, God. Just, just, nah, just, just do live action um, Clone Wars. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be cool. Ooh. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll finally watch it. Um, <laughs> just de age them and do it properly this time. Anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, none of this half-assed bullshit. Yeah. Um, Hayden Christensen looks like a loaf of bread. Okay, I get it. So we can... Okay, Hayden Christensen looks like a loaf of bread now. Let's do it! <laughs> Let's do it! Hayden Christensen is a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> a loaf of bread? Fuck. Anyway... Forty-year-old um, man doesn't look like he like he's in his twenties anymore. Who fucking knew? Who fucking thought that aging was a thing? Yeah. Anyway. How dare you? How dare you? Let's not talk about that. That was last week's episode. We're here for this week's episode. Um, what happened? Which, which was it was a great it was a great episode. I I think like it was a good like it wasn't perfect. I will admit, but it was a good way to end the story. Mm. Everything kind of wrapped up in a nice, neat little bow. Um, all the boxes were ticked, really. Um, you know, they didn't go out of their way to tease a Reva show, but they didn't not either. So, who knows? <laughs> not Eva Reva. Not Eva. Not Eva Reva. Um, yeah. So, but no, I was I was happy with it. Like I was, you know, when a certain character hadn't appeared yet, I was starting to freak out. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> but then he did. It was fine. I was happy. Okay. 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 Um, Fulia, your your overall thoughts of the last episode of Obi-Wan. Um, I liked it. There was a lot more um, a lot more action in this one. Uh, and not as much dialogue, especially within those action sequences, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, just really kept me sort of staring at the screen thinking, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, what's going to happen next? So um, I really, I really enjoyed that, um, and yeah, just overall, like especially the splicing between, you know, the Obi Wan of it all and the Reva of it all, sort of just going in between both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool and interesting, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I just, I'm kind of happy overall with how it sort of played out. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, good. Uh, Michael, what, how about you? How did you feel um, once you'd hit stop on this one? <laughs> Overall, I really enjoyed this episode, and it definitely does tie the whole thing up in a neat bow, as as you say. Uh, and looking back on what we've seen and a lot of uh, things um, explained properly, and and it's a good to talk about it overall arcing story instead of just individual like chunks and yeah the it, it was pretty much the only way that they can end it because obviously um a new vader wasn't going to go to tatooine because the threat's not there um and i really enjoyed all the pieces that came together including um, the the penultimate fight scene between um, Vader and Obi Wan, and it was fun. Brought a tear to my eye because you know it's it's history and and all that. And also the um the Reva Reva bit I really enjoyed because at last we get to see um uh, Owen and Aunt Beru. Who yes. finally has a fucking line. Right? She finally gets to speak in Star Wars. Yes. And, she, and she, she's packing heat and she's a badass. I love the fact. Yeah. yeah. I love the fact that they so, sort of made it, like for me, 
they sort of made it um, great that they didn't. I, I don't think they, pro- they they probably put up a real good fight in A New Hope. They did. They didn't. They weren't just there to just be killed off and be the driving force for the hero, which is Luke. And yeah. And how they did did the fact that um, Reva going after Luke, that Luke never saw a the red lightsaber so he doesn't have he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be going uh years later to obi-wan is like oh i've seen one of these before it's it's a red one uh, i saw a red one and it's like he's actually looking at a lightsaber that he's never seen before yeah so i kind of like that and uh yeah it, it definitely fitted well within the story uh and a lot of people can shut up now that's it hasn't it breaks canon it's like no it doesn't it's a neat little story between between obi-wan realizing uh it's obi-wan's coming of age story after <laughs> after yeah. his traumatic uh traumatic um life that that he holds bare of was this my fault all along mm. especially mm-hmm. with anakin and he can actually let go now and yeah, we'll probably get into it le- later on about, about that stuff. So overall, I really enjoy I really enjoyed this episode, and I really enjoyed this series. Good, good. I I was going through it. I was a bit skeptical. I was like, oh, I was really hoping for this series to be good, and I was very wary. But I think it landed. It it was just it 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 was okay. It's it wasn't great, but it was okay, and I definitely enjoyed the story. Yeah, mm. no, nah, well said, very well said. Yeah, um, yeah. So episode basically kicks off with you know where we were last week with you know uh, our heroes on the run. Um, I just love this kind of almost recreation of the opening of A New Hope with you <laughs> know the small rebel ship being chased by this massive star destroyer. I just. I, I love that visual, um, except, you know, they have the technology to make the ship weave and fly around and do different things and all this. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, you know, naturally Obi-Wan's like, well, you know, I can't, this is not going to end. We're, we're, we, uh, hyp- the hyperdrive is busted, typical Star Wars. Um, we can't get away. I oh. have to give myself up. <laughs> Our hyperdrive is leaking. <laughs> <laughs> the story can conti- the story must continue on another planet. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know, there's a bit of an emotional scene. Like no one wants Obi Wan to go because you know they know how important he is to the fight, and um, and especially Leia is very upset mm. that you know uh, he has to go. But yeah, it was very obvious that this was that was going to be the decision. And I also kind of loved how you know we get by the same token, on the Star Destroyer, you know, Vader being advised not to go after Obi-Wan. Um, but he's like, fuck you guys, <laughs> do what I want. Let's go after him. Like, yeah. you know, like, this is not a... This has always been about him, so... I'm full of rage. Full of rage. Rage felt, clouds his judgment. Yeah, that felt very kind of in character. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, for Vader, so... He's still learning. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's pretty much where our, you know, the story kind of splits into our two, because it's very, it's a very for a finale. It's there's not a lot of um, story elements to it. No, because it's pretty much this opening 
and then the two plots that go back and forth, and then the ending. Yep. Um, so it's very kind of straightforward. So I don't know if any of you guys have anything to say about the opening part before the, the episode kicks in. Not really. No. Yeah. Not really much to unpack from it. I just really liked it being simple. Yeah. Like, if it was way too convoluted, then it's it's like you you wouldn't get to enjoy the sort of aspect of what what is happening in front of you. And I kind of like the fact that it was just simple, like an A and a B plot. And then then by the end, it it, it, uh, combined the two. Yeah, it kind of stripped it down to its bare essentials, really. Like, Mm. this is what this show has been about this whole time. And now we're going to just focus solely on that yeah with as little you know extra distraction as possible uh although i will say i i had i <laughs> i was definitely uh, annoyed when it would just like some of the fighting between anakin and sorry vader and um obi-wan was getting really intense mm-hmm. and then it, we'd cut to reva uh on tatooine and i'm like oh man <laughs> go back <laughs> go back um but yes, but well, let's let's talk about the the Reva B plot, I suppose, mm. first, and then we'll get into the A plot. Um, yeah, do you guys feel they kind of jumped the gun a bit on it? Like they didn't, you know? I mean, we all knew she wasn't dead, of course, but the fact that she was just immediately on Tatooine at the start. Yeah, do you I, feel like we skipped anything? I feel like if with the, with a the, with the lightsaber injury like that. First of all, how do you recover from that so quickly? And secondly... Theories going through my head. And secondly, where did she find a transport to get there? Well, clearly she found a a vehicle of some kind that had a Bacta tank in it or something. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, that kind of confused me. You know, we open up to the scene where she's already on Tatooine and I'm just like... Wait, when and how did you get there? <laughs> yeah, and I was also kind of surprised that nobody... I mean, yes, yeah, she was being all, like, incognito with her, you know, hood up and everything. But I'm like, as if no one recognised her. She was literally there, like, a week ago. Yeah. Like, threatening people to turn over Jedi. Like Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, honey. They know you. Okay? Mm. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Mike, did you, think, did you think, like, they skipped over something? Uh, yeah, maybe, but I think it would be an interesting, um, yeah, mm. thinking about it, it is a bit of a plot hole, but it's Star Wars. I think mm. it, it sort of, it, it sort of should be like beyond disbelief. I mean... By the end of the original trilogy, the the Empire got defeated by teddy bears with rocks. <laughs> so, <laughs> and yeah, you you definitely have these grievances, definitely with this um, uh, series that apparently a lot of people can um, survive a lightsaber to the gut, uh, and. Reva twice um, but Obi-Wan no, Qui-Gon Jinn died like a punk <laughs> so we got that but 
but hmm. may- maybe because you know uh fennec shan pro- probably has some droid bits in her in her belly because she because yeah. she survived it as a kid so th- th- there's probably something about that to be explained later on but uh, I think as the story needs to pro- progress and uh, and I suppose they, they were just, um, I don't know, time's weird. I've, I've got nothing. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, Cannot yeah, explain well. it. And then, yeah, it was a bit weird that maybe Tatooine is not that far, but I don't know the geography. Yeah, I need to look at like a a, a map of the galaxy mm. in Star Wars, see where everything is. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, so Reva's on Tatooine, and she's she's after Luke, and she's you know trying to find uh, where he might be hiding. And uh, thankfully, one of the you know townsfolk decides to warn Owen. Um, of her arrivals, so that's good. Mm. Um, well, it's his um, main supply. Yeah, <laughs> he's giving out. He's he's selling water, and where does he get the water from? From moisture farms. Who's moisture a moisture farms. farm? Owen. So yes, yeah, he's a business business arrangement. Yeah, mm. business arrangement. Yes, um, but yeah, like you said before, Mike, it was so good to see um, Joel Edgerton again. Um, as Uncle Owen. So, um, you know, I was very much looking forward to seeing more of him in this show before we found out that it was going to be, you know, we were going to spend more time on Alderaan than Tatooine or, you know, more time with Leia than Luke in this in this series. So things kind of changed a bit. So it was nice. Nice to go back to Tatooine, uh, even though I've been saying for ages, I'm like, let's not go to Tatooine. But I'm <laughs> like, now we have a reason to really want to be there. <laughs> God damn it. It's for the people um, who are being there. Yeah, yes. Um, and yeah, Baru was such a badass. Um, like, I love the fact that, like, you know, o- Owen was like, we have to we have to go. We have to fuck off. We can't be here. She, you know, mm. she's coming for Luke and for us. Um, and and Baru's just like, yeah, nah, you know, shotgun. Um, let's 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 take her down. Let's defend our home. For a second, when she went to grab the guns out from in that hidden brick I thought she was going to bring out lightsabers. <laughs> oh, bless. So they're secretly, like, oh, secretly Jedi. She's Jedi? And then they brought out the shotgun. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I love that. Can, Disappointed. Oh, can you imagine the backlash? <laughs> Brew secret, secretly a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> and she got killed by the Empire at the start of New Hope. Right. Yeah, a lot of people would be very unhappy. <laughs> yeah. You cannot I, retcon that shit. <laughs> but I love that that's where your brain went. I don't know. For a split second, my brain th- thought, because I heard the rattling, and I'm like, lightsabers? Oh, guns. Nah. Okay. <laughs> no. Nah. Tuscan Raider guns. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that means they've they've killed sand people. Mm. They've, kill, they've killed native Tatooines, so... Well, Boba Fett won't be happy. Anakin, Anakin did. So, not that that's. Ex- I'm not excusing anything, but yeah, he did. So, okay. <laughs> but considering we we went through um uh, 
Bubba Fett where we're actually learning a bit more about, you know, Tusken Raiders of being like the traditional owners of Tatooine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suddenly uh can't gloss over all of that stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe they deserve to die. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sci-fi holding up a, a mirror to our ever disappointing world. Um, yeah, we love we love to see it. Anyway, um, so we get to see more Luke, yeah, you know, in this, but not mm. not a huge amount. Um, but that's but that's cool and uh, yeah and then not not a lot really happens because you know Reva Reva rocks up you know and starts throwing down and um, attacking them and yeah 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 so so that's yeah that's interesting um, yeah all of that stuff unfolding um, yeah any any thoughts before we c- cross over because I just remembered when they converge when things happen. Is, is a bit later and we have to talk about Obi-Wan and Vader first. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I just really enjoyed seeing more of Owen and Beru, to be honest. Yeah. Like, Fulio, how about you? Yeah, same. Like, we never really got to... Uh, we never really got to know them um, in the movies, so it was nice no. to sort of get to know them like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mike, anything Anything you want to add? Uh, not really. They're, they're just simple farmers. <laughs> you know living their lives <laughs> I, I can quote um, Blazing Saddles right now <laughs> you know they're just simple farmers simple farmers M- uh, people of the land you know mm. morons <laughs> 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 so so yeah it, it's great that they've um, expanded uh, expanding um, characters that we know the demise of but um just proves that they they that they they will defend that one of their own and and they can definitely hold their own yeah yeah like i love that at the time wasn't there was a wasn't there a moment in there where where owen was like you know luke is you know is my son or he is you know kind of like didn't wasn't there a moment like that in there or am I making it yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, They're, yeah. He's our family, and yeah, you, you get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> get off my plane. Um, get off my sand. <laughs> get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> and, nice. and he and um, he went all gladiator as well with the with the the bar thing from yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, yeah. Yes. We know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Owen. Yeah, Uncle Owen. And you get to see the the start of his limp that we get to see. Yeah, yeah, because he gets a little bit wounded. Mm. A little bit wounded, but, but, but it's okay. Tis but a scratch. Tis. Tis but Tis. a scratch. Tis but a scratch. All right, let's get into the the meat of this one, um, because meanwhile, uh, on a faraway moon or planet somewhere that's very very dark, because it makes lightsabers look really pretty, mm. um, and it's very foggy. It's very very foggy, very atmospheric. Um, yeah, Obi Wan has landed uh, safely, uh, and Vader has uh, 
followed suit yeah. um, in his his ship uh, landing on the on the on the surface and um, yeah and then they get to finally have uh, the the fight that we'd kind of been waiting for uh, I remember speaking to some people during the week before the episode you know about like I was just like look as long as they we get Qui Gon and Obi Wan and Vader fight again I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Some people were like, I don't think Obi-Wan and Vader will meet again. Like, they've oh, that's met. what I thought. I thought yeah. at the end of the last episode, it was one and done. And now um, Obi-Wan would be going to Tatooine to fa- face uh, Reva. And that will be the, like, ending battle. Yeah, which kind of happened, I suppose. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I had no doubt in my mind. I'm like... This is Disney. There, there's no way, they're they're not going to end this show with one final, mm. you know, uh, confrontation between the two. Um, so I wasn't surprised when that when that you know happened and started to unfold. But yeah. man, can I just say, fucking Natalie Holt, man, like that score was epic. It was so good. Like, I mean, her score has been, you know, in conjunction with John Williams and his theme that he crafted, has just been so good this entire show. Um, it's it's taken from di- different sort of John Williamson's and, and yeah. being chucked together and it actually fits and, it, 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 yeah, and it just suits. And all those different sort of um, strings uh, and those chords that, that we all know because we've been watching Star Wars ever since we were amoebas. And... And yeah, it's it was just it was thought it was um, emotional driven sort sort of stuff that you get to see. It's it's member berries. It's everything. And yeah, enjoyed yeah. every single thing. And this is what Star Wars is. It's it's just excitement and popcorn and dare I say, leave your brain at the door. And but but it was just it was just emotional and raw. I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was fantastic. So this, I just yeah, the score really just hit it for me during their fight. Um, you know, it was just it was just fantastic. Um, but and 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 it was just nice to see Obi Wan. You know, had a bit of his strength back. You know, he, obviously his in the last couple of episodes we've seen his abilities kind of return, mm. um, and we've seen him get a bit stronger. So that made sense. So it was nice that they could they could face each other and kind of have, you know, a fight that wasn't as all out as their Revenge of the Sith fight, but yeah. you know, one that um, I guess made sense for where their characters were at. Uh, you know, it didn't really like it was epic in 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 like a grand way. Um, you know, and not not ne- not boring at all. Like yeah, you know, just or or a slow or a subdued or in any way. Well, it it's it sort of progressed into uh, something else when they were fighting. Like it start started with like technique and everything, and then it just kept on going and going. And they were getting tired, and their and their yeah. and their style was sort of fading. And they were just basically trying to fuck everything up and just like just doing chunks at each other at the yeah. end, at the end. And they and they're just completely exhausted and shagged out. And with it, and with this fight, it's sort of the same. They're they're not the same people that they were. Of no. course, him. Be, uh, of course, Anakin is now uh, more machine now than man. 
mm-hmm. twisted and evil. And we get to see see that of the complete turn of Darth Vader and Obi-Wan still grappling with with the with with what happened to his friend, his brother, his his lover. And <laughs> <laughs> from a certain point of view. Yeah, a certain point of view. And yeah, it just covered the mate we we should yeah, I think it was good that they didn't really dwell too much into it. it. The episode was not this alone. It and it just it was just good and right and and uh, yeah. And I love the fact that they didn't really talk about it much, but you can sort of tell where um uh uh Darth Vader brings uh brings Obi-Wan into the ground and then it's and then and you can just tell it's like so hey bitch who's got the high ground now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i saw that coming i can can i just say on that <laughs> when Obi-Wan is at the bottom of this pit covered in rocks and he's trying to lift them up all i could hear in my head was Come on, Spider-Man. Come on, Spider-Man. Like in, in Homecoming, when Peter's trying to, you know, he's stuck underneath all the rubble that the vulture did. And No, I'm the only one who thought of that. Okay. I, mm, I, can, see, I can see the resemblance. I just don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's a bad reference, but I, that's literally what I, I was thinking. It's my <laughs> Marvel brain. Sometimes I just can't switch it off. You and um, your Marvel brain. My Marvel bloody brain. Um, Fulia, what did you think of, you know, the fight between between them? Like, how it, you know, kind of played out? It was pretty epic. Um, and most of the time, they were just fighting. There was, like, no words spoken. Um, so it made mm. it a bit that more intense. And um, I just love their lightsaber work in this scene. You know, just battling away. Um, and seeing who has more strength than the other and then, you know, sort of pushing and shoving and all that sort of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed their battle. Um, it kept me on the edge of my seat to see where it was going to go. And then when Obi-Wan was then like thrown into the pit, essentially, uh, and I, I, as soon as that happened, my brain immediately went to Mustafa <laughs> and the whole high ground, low ground thing. And I was just like, please don't say it. Please don't say it. I'm glad they didn't. No, it's <laughs> just... Surprised they didn't. It was like, well done for them for actually not... Uh, for resisting the urge of doing that. Yeah. Because uh, as as everyone uh, everyone here can protest... They don't need to because we all already made that connection. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so um, I was just glad that the line wasn't that. It was, you have failed, master. Or you have failed me, master. Um, and then he, and then Vader walks away. Um, yeah. That was really interesting. But it also gave me the moment of, Please tell me he's still alive under all that rubble. <laughs> well, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, like, <laughs> obviously, he gets out of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 
So, but yeah, no, it was very intense. But the the battle sequence was really good to see. It was it was very very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you you said there wasn't much dialogue, you know, in this fight, but mm. it, not until not until the very end, yeah, where it mm. mattered the most. Um, you know, once once the all of the you know they as Mike you said they were exhausted um, from their you know physical attacking mm. of each other. You know, Obi Wan's not one to give up, obviously, and he's holding on to hope that you know Anakin's still there somewhere. And I just the the visual of you know the fact that Obi Wan got the upper hand over Vader, and then was and then his saber cut through his mask, so you could see yeah half of Anakin's face and half of Vader's helmet. Um, it's not the first time in canon that they've done that, but no. um. But to see it in live action is very, very cool. And, like, this entire sequence, I was... I literally was on the edge of my seat, and then I was crying. (laughs) And I was just... I was very emotional. But it was very, very good. Because not only did we have a visual duality between Vader and Anakin, we also had an oral one. Because... When Anakin, well, when Vader slash Anakin was speaking back to, you know, Obi-Wan, the voice, they made the voice go back and forth between Hayden Christensen and James Earl Jones. So it was like this weird kind of hybrid. It was like fading in and out. I I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, that's, that that was such a good choice to do that. Um, And it just kind of, summed up the entire scene with, you know, Obi-Wan being like, um, you know, um, like he's, you know, he's trying to reach him. He's calling out for him. He's like, yeah. you know, um, and then, yeah, Vader, uh, Vader says, Anakin is gone. I am what remains. Um, Obi-Wan's all apologetic and everything. And then, and Darth Vader's like, I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Uh, yeah. uh, that and was great. Like, it was so good. And then everyone's like, "When?" And then, then my friend is truly dead. And says goodbye, Darth. He calls him fucking Darth. Yes. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying oh, to remember if he ever calls him Anakin ever again. No, he doesn't. No. Because in because in in um A New Hope, he only ever calls him Darth Vader or Darth. And he doesn't, and he does his certain point of view sort of thing where he doesn't refer Anakin as Darth Vader. It was Darth Vader who kill, killed Anakin. Yeah, yeah. So I really loved how that kind of absolves Obi Wan of the guilt that he feels, you know, mm. over what happened. Um, he, he can that, let he can let go now. It was exactly. It, yeah. It wasn't his decision. It was Anakin's decision to do yeah. to go down this path. Yes. And become become Darth Vader. Yeah. And yeah. there and there are little signs and hints that that there's still Anakin in there, especially with the lightsabers, uh, lights like going to going on and off on their faces as well. And mm. and also, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but but um, there was actually a tear in Anakin's eye. Oh, don't tell me that. Uh, yeah. So, oh, 
So there's still there's still Anakin in in there, and yeah, and also another thing where you you said it, Kendall, that it has been done before of half of the helmet coming off. Uh, Ahsoka did it in um, in Rebels, which gotta say it, it's really good, and they do something similar as well. Like like Ahsoka didn't know it was Anakin in there. Mm. Thought it was yeah, it was just Darth Vader and. And that they fight, and that happens as well, where they do the voice of um, uh, not Hayden Christensen, but the voice actor who actually did Anakin yeah. in the Clone Wars, as well as James Earl Jones. It was actually his voice, mm. um, not the AI that we hear in Obi Wan. But they do something similar similar to that, That's and cool. and what's really great is a lot of pe- people and. Uh, when they said this bit, it's like it really fits where uh, Ahsoka did uh, the other side of the helmet and Obi-Wan did the other, uh, the, the left side and the right side, but it was only Luke that took off full helmet. I, I, saw, I saw a post about mm. that on Tumblr. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like, yeah. That's interesting. Like only Luke was able to bring Anakin back. Yeah, and yeah. take off the full helmet. And take off the helmet. Like that's. And we get to see, and we get to see Anakin as an old man with huge, thick eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. In the original cut. <laughs> In the, yes, yes, yes. Correct, correct. Which is a shame. Um, I, I thought they were going to do the, the the big eyebrows in 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 Obi Wan, but uh, you can't have everything. So. No, no, you can't have everything. Um, but this. This was the peak of the show for me. Yeah. This this sequence. Fulia. It was it, it, yeah. This was the sequence that actually made Obi Wan the television series worth it. I agree, hundred percent. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Oh, so good. What were your thoughts on this verbal exchange that's got Mike and I so hyped up? How did you? How did it sit with you? Did it, did did you get emotional at all? Did you? Oh yeah, no, did you I have, did have some feelings. I I did get a little emotional. Um, I was very sad for Obi Wan. Um, yeah, knowing that so he sad. he lost his friend. He's gone now. He's dead. Um, but knowing that he is no longer having to worry about all that guilt, thinking that it was his fault. Yeah. Um. That it was that it was Anakin's choice to do it, um, which is also another sad thing to hear. It's like he decided he wanted to go to the dark side because he felt that that was his calling, and uh, it's just it's sad to think that you want to go evil, you know? Yeah. That your the your negative your negative thoughts take over. It's kind of a mental health sort of thing. I feel like oh, it's totally. Sort of, um, takes on that where it's like um, your your negative your negative mindset takes over, and this is what's happened to Anakin, and so uh, you know the positive side being um, being Obi Wan, it's it's very conflicting for him. So he's just like, I'd rather be bad. Let me just go to the evil side. You want me to go to the dark side? So I'm just like, oh man, yeah. that hurts. It and really this, hurts. And this yeah. is a Darth Vader that doesn't know 
um that he do, he doesn't know that um he has children yet so yeah, no. so he is deep in into his psychosis of well um uh Padme is gone the love of his life and she can't come back so there's nothing else that he can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking tragic. Mm. It's really, it's a insane tragedy, really. Mm. Um, it's so, it's so sad. Um, but yeah, just seeing it play out the way it, it played out was really good. And then, and then to have Vader just screaming out for Obi Wan, like Obi Wan's like, "All right, I, you know." I feel better. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm, you know, you're not, I, you're not worth saving. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't save you. I'm out. And Vader's like so consumed by his anger that yeah. he's just calling out for him. He's like, no, finish this. Finish me. You know, Ugh. we're not yeah. done. We're not fucking done. It's, but, it's like, yeah. I'm the master now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. The, I'm the master commander. I'm <laughs> the master commander. And that bit is also uh, can say is is another rebels thing as well, where where um, Darth Maul is looking for Obi Wan in mm. in the rebels, and he knows he's on Tatooine, and so and so it's sort of an iconic thing from the rebels like TV show of him crawling across pretty much crawling across the desert trying to find trying to find Obi-Wan Kenobi and and there's this huge guttering fucking scream from from Darth Maul Kenobi I'm not going to do it here mm. because people are asleep <laughs> but it was just a scream scream like that so so um in this it's sort of like sort of like a mirror image of Darth Vader saying Obi-Wan and then Darth Maul saying Kenobi it's a, yeah. So it, it it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yes, <laughs> very very much so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, Obi Wan leaves Vader on this planet, um, supremely injured, um, and then you know, mid flight in space, he senses uh, what's going on on Tatooine, and hustles his ass to get there. Um, and gets there pretty quick, and then things come to a head. Well, Reva got there pretty quick, so she did. <laughs> she that she did. That's some Game of Thrones type uh, uh, season <laughs> eight sort of traveling. Season eight traveling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. So everyone arrives. Um, you know, um, uh, Reva has chased uh, Luke out into the Dune Sea, and you know. Um, Baru and Owen are trying to find find Luke and Obi-Wan's like, oh shit, what did I miss? Um, I'm too late. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and then comes upon, you know, Reva as she's, you know, she Reva finds Anakin, Anakin. Reva finds Luke and um, things are not, you know, things are not great, but good for us because obviously, well, Luke's not going to get hurt or anything in any way, but um, it was nice Lost to armor. see. It was nice to see this struggle, this internal struggle, kind of play out with Reva and yeah. the fact that you know she was a Jedi. You know, she was a she was a youngling. She was good, and she's 
you know, kind of turned to the dark side for, you know, reasons. And But the fact that she was seeing herself in Luke and seeing Anakin in what she was doing, you know, I, th- I thought that imagery was very striking and powerful mm. and stuff. I kind of liked the way that they were flashing for back and forth between the images. Um, I thought that was really, really cool. So, um, and it was, yeah, it was just good to kind of see her kind of break down and go, I, you know, I, I, you know, maybe I need help or I can't, I can't do this. You know, I, I'm on this awful path now. I've mm. been consumed by my hatred and I don't yeah. like it kind of, kind of thing. Um, what did you make of all of that for you? Um, yeah. Like it was interesting to see that she was like, First of all, how the heck did she know who Luke was to begin with? And why did she want to kill him? So last week's episode, she when she was half dead... No, she, I, I saw that. Yeah. But it was like very sort of staticky. You didn't get the, you didn't get the full message out of it. No, but I think maybe she put two and two together. I'm guessing. Mike, what what do you think? Yeah, well, considering she knew um, Anakin was Darth Vader, and only a handful of people know that, uh, I think she was. I think she is pretty intelligent in that way. She can do two and two together, where um, she only heard like different snippets. Like, um, uh, don't tell. Uh, make sure you get back to um, Tatooine because because uh, kid there Owen and mm. and all that stuff. So I think I think um, I think she is fa- fairly intelligent. Like she knew she knew like a lot more than she let on dr- uh, during this season. Uh, how Jedi's like got everywhere, and that's how she managed to um capture Leia was it three times maybe something like that something like that and so and so she 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 is a smart cookie and and yeah i think i think she just uh she she just um she uh set fire set fire the candle too too close to home where mm. she she was doing some horrendous shit just to get, just to go through the motions of, uh, of her anger to Anakin slash Darth Vader, uh, to get revenge. And I think her, her hatred sort of clouded her judgment too. And she sort of, uh, and seeing the fact that she saw herself within Luke and, she decided, she just pretty much looked at herself as like I'm turning into Darth Vader, the person that I am trying to kill. So yeah, uh, I can sort of see it, but yeah, it, it took a couple of <laughs> it took a couple of uh, liberty liberties to actually get yeah. get there, and yeah, it's. Dare I say a little bit clunky, but I can sort of see, see the thought process there. Yeah, 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 for sure. I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I did like. I will also mention I like the exchange between Reva and Obi Wan. 
you know, where she's like, you know, um, you know, I, she says, I couldn't do it. I failed them. He killed them all and I couldn't do it. And everyone's like, you haven't failed them. By showing mercy, you have given them peace. You have honoured them. So they're talking about the yeah. the younglings that, that were killed. Which is what um, Obi-Wan did. Yeah. Show, uh, show uh, It's the um, Lord of the Rings thing. Mm. Where you show your hand and you show mercy. And, yeah, you're the, the good person to do that. And, like, Obi-Wan did that with Vader twice now. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm sure he sort of left them... It's like, you know what, dwell in your own self-pity. I'm, uh, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, I think, in terms of Reva's storyline, I think it was a satisfying enough conclusion. Yeah. To the point where I, I don't, you know, we probably don't need a series with her, despite all this talk online of there maybe being one, but... I don't think it needs, I don't think the character needs it, to be no, honest. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, I mean they invented this character to go on, and it would—I don't know—it would be interesting that she was a inquisitor, and her face is out there. So, yeah, and I suppose she's the only one that knows that Obi Wan is on Tatooine, looking after um, the the second coming of mm-hmm. of um, of a, a Skywalker. Mm. I don't know. It would be interesting. There is a story there, but I don't want to see another Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Nah. <clears throat> like, a no, standalone Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I would be happy if he actually turns up in other things, but there is no real story for him to actually leave Tatooine again. It's just going to be him look, looking over Luke, basically. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um... Or him training with a blue guy. <laughs> Segway. There we go. Segway. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna talk about um, uh, Obi Wan saying goodbye to Leia on Alderaan first. Yeah, let's do that one. Because that comes first. Um, yeah. So the, it, it felt the way it was staged, though. It kind of felt weird because it was like it, it kind of seemed like he had just arrived. To then immediately leave. Mm. Like, I don't know if you guys got that vibe, but not that it really matters. Well, he's bringing back the toy. Yeah, he brought Lola back. You know, the toy that you can get from your, your local toy store. Because <laughs> we need the sell shit because it's Star Wars. And yeah. <laughs> so, Replicas are already available. Yeah. And we I'm need, sure and we, are. And we needed a, a last goodbye. Mm. Story-wise story and also... Some for the fans as well. Yeah, definitely. Because you don't really see Obi Wan and Leia interacting, interactions. No, no, no. So, but it was a nice, it was a nice like goodbye. Like you know, the fact that she gets Lola back and you know she looks really cool in her her little outfit with the you know sort of the buns up top sort mm. of happening and braids anyway and and then you know she's got that holster on that and, belonged to Tala and boots and the boots yeah yeah she looked really really spunky very um, cute very very cute yeah and maybe a princess um, but I can still kick your ass yeah basically 
basically she's a badass but yeah their goodbye was was super sweet i really i really yeah. really liked it what did you think for you yeah no it was definitely very sweet mm. i enjoyed it too yeah 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 mike any thoughts on the the last the last scene on older run ever probably yeah. mm. <laughs> i like father figures talking to little kids uh, um yeah supposing this is like the last reaction maybe but i think it was a nice settling thing to say okay we need to keep uh, keep our interactions low because you know it sort of makes sense that when she did the um recording with r2 is a lot of people are going well, it does make sense because it sounds like she doesn't really know him but the it, it and it sort of makes sense it's like well in case obi-wan uh in case uh uh, R2 gets in the wrong hands and has this recording it can't can't be it can't um, be like what we see in this series that you can't yeah. re- really have incriminating um, voice <laughs> voice recordings because shit does happen <laughs> yeah in if it's in the wrong hands then you get uh, a killer reaver and <laughs> You know, and there's a lot of things in this series that actually shows what happens as well, like um, the tracking as well. Like, like Leia knew that the uh, Millennium Falcon was actually being tracked. Yeah. So, because she's went through this before, it's like from a very young age. So, and I like the fact that uh, overall, I like the fact that. Um, Leia was sort of uh sort of naive in the second episode second episode I think where she gets captured and and they're trying to get off trying to get off planet and she's being like the stupid little kid sort of stereotype and it's like let's get on the down low you're trying to escape and she's sort of learning at the same time so it's sort of the precursor of what Leia turns turns in is is pretty much a badass that can who can basically look after herself mm-hmm. and and i did enjoy the sort of uh heartfelt goodbye and pretty much obi-wan <sighs> um basically saying that she uh she does remind him of of uh padme and of anakin as well so yeah mm. That was nice. Yeah. That that was also very sad. Yeah. But it was so nice. I thought I thought for half a second she was going to say who they were, like say their names and stuff, but he didn't. Well, she she probably knows she probably won't get inf- that information. Really? She has Yeah. To yeah. Find out for yeah. herself later on cuz you know, even even being a a young kid, feisty little kid, she she probably knew that she didn't need that information just yet. No, no. No, definitely mm. not. Yeah, but it was very, very it was very sweet. Mm. Nice nice way to, to end that, that story with yeah. her. Um yeah, and then Obi Wan's back on Tatooine and um finally gets to give um you know, he leave well he leaves his cave for one and then Thank fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Get out of your man cave and be a Get real. Get out of your man cave. Um, he he finally gets to give Luke the the toy. Yeah. Um, 
yeah ship that he had from the start t16 the t16 yeah i know that one yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was that was really cute and i really liked the fact that you know even even uncle owen got some character development you know with like you know at the start he's like you know don't you dare have anything to do with with Luke. And now he's like, you want to meet him? (laughs) You know what? You're all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, like like we said at the the top, uh, for me, the the inclusion of the iconic line um, didn't hit the way I wanted it to. Um, It was was good. It was fine. He said the line. I, I I just felt it was a bit forced. But hmm. that's just that's just me. <laughs> Force. Um, uh, didn't even mean it. Didn't even mean it. <laughs> um, but yeah, but of course, you know, the la- the series ends with the one, the other one thing that we were all waiting for. Um, a certain Force ghost shows up, <laughs> and of course, it's Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, Liam Neeson returns. To Star Wars, live action. He looked a bit different. He did look a bit different. I know he's older, obviously, but mm. I think they even did, like, the hair looked a little different. Yeah. And the beard looked a little different. I don't know. I didn't love that part of it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to dwell on it. Um, the fact that he showed up, I fucking cheered. I was like, yes! <laughs> Finally, they're doing it! <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, if they did Obi-Wan Season 2, I would just want to see just those two. <laughs> Like doing, you know, Jedi things, mm. you know, um, training and whatnot. That would be that'd be what I want to see. But it was it was cool. It was funny to be you know just Qui Gon Jinn start sassing Obi Wan immediately. It's like you know, I've been here the whole time, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, get your shit together. Mm. Um, there's a ways to go. Um, what did you think, Fully? Of finally seeing? Qui-Gon Jinn in this show. Oh, look, I was very excited to see him. I was yeah. just like, yay, there he is, yay! finally. <laughs> uh, so I was, uh, I actually was expecting him to pop up in the last episode. Yes, I think a lot um, of us were. And I think even more so at the end of the episode. Not so much in the middle of it. Yeah, 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 yeah fair enough. Um, but I was very happy... And, um, yeah, Sam Neill? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? I literally just said Liam Neeson. Sorry, I'm tired. Sam Neill. I'm falling asleep. (laughs) Don't go. We're we're about to wrap up. We're going to wrap up. It's okay. I'm very tired, too. Liam Neeson. It's been a long day. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Just a little cameo. Yep. And that was all he needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It was satisfying. Yep. Yeah. Very happy. Very happy. All right, Mike, your thoughts on, on Qui-Gon Jinn before we wrap this thing up? Yep, loved it, called it, and I do appreciate it being chucked in the end. It's like, you know, you don't really you don't need the whale on it. But uh, thinking about it, it would have been... I, I actually thought it would have been good if, um, if uh, Obi-Wan was under the rocks... And he's ga- going through the motions, and he's uh, and he's like thinking about like the kids that he needs to protect and all that. Uh, and if they did like a little um, voiceover of Qui Gon, it's like uh, of saying Obi Wan, <laughs> use the Force, hmm. <laughs> like like um, uh, he did for uh, Luke in the Tie Fighter. 
you know, use the force, Luke, let go, Luke. <laughs> and that yeah. and that sort of uh, pump is like, Qui-Gon, he believes in me. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah, was, that would have been cool. I was thinking if you just set like like a little nugget there, it's like it's like oh well they did get Liam Neeson back just for a voice, you know, like they did at the end of um, uh, of Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. It's like yeah, it was good. He came back and then and then they got the real face. It's like oh my god, he's back, real life is, yeah. Hmm. And I don't want to say I I don't want to see him train. I want to just keep it a secret. We know what happens. He he, he teaches everyone how to be a force force ghost. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, loved it, and I thought it was fine. I mean, you can sort of get away with it being a transparent blue thing. Of it's like oh, he he doesn't look the same. He, he, like Hayden Christensen looked like a bread. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think it was fine. It was good and sassy, yeah. just mm-hmm. like just sassy, sassy blue ghost. Mm. It's like <laughs> nice. We love it. Yeah. yeah, it was good. A good way to end the show. Um, yeah, very, very glad that we got this series. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Not as good as we were all probably hoping, but but still worth the ride. I think. Yeah. Yes, uh, I I do appreciate it, and yeah. I did, I did like it. Um, but we are spoiled for choice because we Mandalorian was so fucking awesome. Yeah, and yeah, and I really enjoy it. So the next series, we need. I, I think it's time for a de- for a redemption arc of uh, a character that needs to come back. Don't say Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's Could time. Could you imagine? Could you fucking imagine if Jar Jar Binks, if Jar Jar Binks got a, if like if Ahmed Best was willing to come back <laughs> and fuck oh, he would not be. But to 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 play Jar Jar Binks and he gets his own Disney Plus show. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh man. God. I think it's time. I mean, I would love to see him redeemed, sure. Mm. Or, you know, the confirmation of his Sith status confirmed, but, you know. <laughs> nah, I don't think they will break canon like that. No, nah, they're not going to do that. I think, you know, becoming... I think there would be a good story of him becoming, like, uh, uh, the ruler of Naboo. He, he becomes King mm. King, mm-hmm. King Jaja of King Naboo. King Jaja, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a story you could do with him that could redeem him, but um, but I don't think they'll do it. But he's the know. one that sets up the resistance because it was his fault. Well, like the the, the rebels, or yeah, the, or the re- yeah, yeah, maybe. I, mm. I reckon. I reckon it's time. I reckon it's time. <laughs> I I, I, re- I reckon he he sacrifices himself for something. I don't know. And we get get to see a Jar Jar death that we we all want to see. <laughs> you just want, yeah, you just want him to be a martyr so you can be like, ha, <laughs> they killed Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> they ki- saying ha, they killed Jar Jar Binks, and also he's the most important um, character because he gave all the power to Palpatine, and he also starts the resistance or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, just spitballing no, here. 
No, I like <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, they've got to be planning mm. new shows about other legacy characters after Obi Wan Kenobi. So we'll see. Yeah. Can you imagine though? I can, and I don't want to at the same time. <laughs> it's like the perfect redemption arc for the most hated character in a franchise. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm. Well, watch this space. Yeah. Jar Jar yeah. Binks. Even, if I, even if I write it myself. Yeah. <laughs> I would pay to see that. Oh boy! All right, time to go. I think that's 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 our 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 wrap on the, our popcorn culture mm-hmm. yes. discussion. Obi Wan Kenobi, part six. Yes. Uh, what a journey! Mm. Oh, what a show! Very very happy for it. Yes. All right. Before we go, we just got one quick thing to say, and that is the fact that the monthly is coming out this week. Yay! Yay! New episode of the monthly at Winifred's will be dropping on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're keeping an eye on your podcast feeds. Subscribe so you don't yes. miss out on the episode. We will be doing a spoiler-filled discussion of Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Uh-huh. Uh, for this month, because uh, Fuller and I both really enjoyed it. So, yeah, it was really um, good. yeah good chat. Let me it guess. Was a very good chat. It ended like in the, in the um, uh, Men in Black. Uh, Elvis isn't dead, he just went home. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does call the Colonel an alien at one point, which was funny. Mm. So, who knows? Yes, go go uh, check out the monthly at Winifred's when that drops this yes. week, um, and let us know your thoughts if you've seen Elvis and want to talk about it. Um, hit us up. Hit us up. Other than that, I think we're all done. Yep, that's it. It's time mm. to go before yes. we pass out. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the struggle is real. All right, and, and that, that was, was a podcast, was a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yeah, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions, and if you're watching the video right now, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell icon to be notified of more goodness that comes your way. Please do. Yes. Yes. Don't miss a beat. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantaramaju. Oh, sorry. Call back. Uh, I'm a Michael Lister. I wasn't looking at my phone and I didn't miss my cue. You jerk. <laughs> that was amazing. Full circle. And, and you've just experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred. Thank you for watching and listening. Thank you, thank you. Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the Doctor is in, and hello there for the last time. Yeah. Goodbye there. Goodbye there. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Look after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes. Look after it, because no one else will. Remember to eat. I'm on the vegan diet now. Nice. Yeah. 
healthy. Well, good choice. Make good choices, everyone. <laughs> Do it. We'll see you next time. Hey! hey!